0: And welcome to The Legal Desire Talk, a podcast on law by LegalDesire.com, where we talk with legal industry luminaries on various topics exploring the unexplored areas in law, tips for successful practice, and guide to ACE law school journey. So let's get started. have one very interesting person with us, advocate Naina Pachnanda. She is a a litigating lawyer, a senior innovation specialist, an author, poet, and a tarot card reader. Uh, This is just a summary of what she is, and uh, I'm really excited to be here and have a conversation with her as to how her journey has been and what she has been currently up to. So welcome, Miss Naina. We're really happy to have you here.
1: Hi, Pulva. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here and to be in conversation with you.
0: So to start with, can you tell our audience a little bit about
1: yourself? Okay, so I graduated from uh, the National University of Juridical Sciences, NUJS Kolkata in 2014. Uh, thereafter, I started. Uh, so, while I was at law school, it was always my dream to be a reputed uh, senior advocate, a respected senior advocate, or a judge. So, in pursuance of my dream, I joined um, uh, the then additional solicitor general, uh, senior advocate Mr. P.S. Patwalia, in the Supreme Court of India. Thereafter, I joined LNL uh, Partners Law Offices, formerly known as Nucha and Nucha Law Offices, where I continued litigating and then uh, about so I litigated for about five years and then um, I decided to uh, you know my love while I was litigating I used to constantly read the constitution of India and um, uh, you know my uh, the patriotism that was inside of me was really bursting and uh, uh, you know that's what made me embark upon Invest India which is um, the national investment promotion facilitation and uh, agency of India and um, Uh, I work as a senior innovation specialist, Uh, I look after uh, the legal, regulatory, and uh, policy and strategy related affairs at uh, uh, the Agni program, which is the accelerating growth of New India's innovation, the national technology um, commercialization program of India uh, at Invest India. So this has been my um, uh, professional journey, Uh, I've been working for the last seven years, and uh, On the side, I uh, am also an author. Being a part of Invest India, you know, being a major part of Make in India and working, uh, uh, you know, alongside uh, the government has uh, uh, made me um, uh, uh, embark upon, uh, you know, kind of rekindle my passion for, uh, my childhood passion for poetry. And um, I wrote a book based on the government schemes, uh, uh, you know, which is um, such as Make in India, Startup India, um, uh, Atmanirbhar Bharat, Um, um, uh, digital India mission, smart cities mission. So I ended up uh, writing about these schemes in my own unique art form of poetry and uh, uh, my book got published and launched in April this year. It's called A New India. Um, uh, So yeah, so I I kind of managed to, uh, uh, you know, work towards India's innovation in my, not just professionally through uh, uh, my legal training, but also uh, through my passion of poetry.
0: So that this is fantastic. About First of all, congratulations on your publication of an amazing book. Yes. I would read it. And uh, if you don't mind me asking, how did this transition came into place from being a litigator, uh, litigating lawyer, and working with the, you know, uh, eminent personalities? How did you get into policymaking?
1: Uh, so, like I said, you know, I um, uh, it was my love for my country, and uh, uh, I come from a, a background, uh, uh, a bureaucratic background. My father is um, an officer of the Indian Police Service. My grandfather uh, was in the army, in the British Indian Army, and uh, uh, you know, they were uh, they've kind of uh, been uh, uh, you know my um, uh, role models and my inspiration behind having. Uh, uh, you know, embarked upon and pursue, uh, pursued a career at Invest India. Uh, and uh, that is what, uh, uh, you know, led to, uh, um, uh, because I've been brought up, you know, with um, uh, that spirit of patriotism in my family, uh, that is what made me eventually, uh, uh, you know, uh, quit um, uh, litigation and move on to uh, policy uh, and regulatory work at Invest India. And uh, I also feel, uh, you know, uh, that uh, another, uh, another reason, and this is something I'd actually like to tell law students, another reason is that I feel, uh, you know, being, um, um, being lawyers, having that legal training and having that understanding of the laws that exist, uh, I think that is an advantage to kind of help balance uh, 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 you know, help uh, problem solve and uh, help in, uh, uh, you know, contributing to the country in terms of the different policies by maintaining a fair balance between uh, the the frameworks of the executive and the legislature, since we are already aware of the laws. And I think, uh, 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 you know, Uh, A lot of um, law students, um, even back when, you know, I was a law student, it was always my dream to pursue litigation. We generally go, it's either corporate law, it's either litigation or it's a master's. Very few people actually embark on regulatory and policy work, but it's something that I'm glad that, you know, I started doing because I feel on a daily basis that I am contributing to my country, especially uh, in a time of such an unprecedented crisis that we've been going through, a pandemic. Uh, so, it makes me feel uh, very good from within, it satisfies my conscious that I'm able to uh, you know, positively impact uh, uh, lives uh, and uh, you know uh, uh, contribute to India's policy making.
0: So, this is such a beautiful perspective. I mean, that is uh, actually very true when you know, a lot of law students, when they get into the law school, the idea of uh, becoming a lawyer is, you know, they get into civil litigation or they get into criminal or it's corporate. Uh, very less people actually get into the government of India in terms of policy making, research reports, and all of these things. So this is a very beautiful perspective to actually look at. Coming to the fact that you are a poet, and uh, I would like, I would really like to know. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would really like to know that. Uh, did you ever envision yourself, uh, you know, writing poems in your childhood? it so this has been a uh, talent from your childhood or uh, liking towards uh, writing poems since your childhood or it was something new that you developed recently
1: so i actually started writing at the age of 10 and um, uh, i wrote a poem on harry potter i was and am still obsessed with harry potter so uh, I wrote a poem on Harry Potter, which was actually published in the newspaper back in the day. I used to live in Calcutta, and uh, my father was posted there. And um, it was published in the Telekids, which is a supplementary newspaper with the Telegraph in Calcutta in those days. And um, that is what gave a ten-year-old, you know, so a ten-year-old me a lot of confidence to start uh, writing. And I started writing. i tried a lot, but then you know, when I uh, went to NuGS. Um, Uh, work became uh, you know studies were hectic Uh, I was balancing I'm also an editor of the India Law Journal so I was balancing a lot of extracurricular things in terms of paper presentation and this and that and then my uh, work schedule as a lawyer you know when I started working also um, the uh, work schedule was very erratic and it was very hectic so I didn't really get too much time to um, uh, give to poetry so then in 2018 I kind of rekindled my um, uh, I revisited my childhood passion for poetry and I started writing and uh, you know and then the lockdown happened in um, 2020. I started my Instagram page for writing poetry which is at the date Uh and I uh, started that in December 2019 where I started writing my poetry and then the lockdown happened in March 2020 and uh, I thought that this is my time to spread joy and happiness and positivity. And most of my poems are basically based on self-help and relatable poetry. Um, uh, You know, so uh, I thought this is my time to actually, uh, you know, uh, spread positivity. And then I started receiving good feedback. And, uh, you know, because it's a challenging, it's uh, been this entire pandemic has been a very challenging time for each one of us. So I decided to write about all my challenges, unapologetically so, and post them on social media for everyone to benefit, you know, to know that uh, no one's alone, everyone is going through challenges, our situations, our circumstances may be different, but they are challenges nevertheless. And before I knew it, I, um, uh, you know, ended up writing, um, I have another book coming out, which is coming out in a few months. And uh, of course, I wrote to New India and uh, because uh, I wanted to uh, tell the world about, uh, you know, everyone in the country about the government schemes in uh, my own unique art form of poetry. But I also simultaneously have another book coming out in a couple of months. Um, so, yeah. So, and um, I think um, I can actually make anything rhyme. So, I think that way, uh, thankfully, that's what I'm gifted. So,
0: it takes me 30 seconds to write. It, it doesn't take me time to write at all. So, yeah. That that's wonderful. I myself am a follower of your Instagram account, and I (laughs) love the posts, the poems. Everything is just so motivating and so peaceful to actually read all of those things. And very thankful. All of us have been. This has been a very difficult time for each one of us. So your Instagram account has helped many people. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Thank you. So coming to the book that uh, was recently published, A New India. What was the motivation behind it? And how did you, you know, what was the journey of coming up with the entire book and publishing it? So
1: uh, I'll show it to you. This is it. Oh, yes so, uh, you know, my, while, like I said, you know, while uh, working with Invest India, I work in the innovation team at Invest India. And, uh, uh, you know, I uh, uh, I decided to being an essential part of Make in India made me kind of, Uh, you know, realize that there is so much that we do, that there's so much the government does that people do not know about. And I felt, so I decided, now poetry is something which touches the soul, right? It touches the heart. So I decided to write about, you know, what the government has been doing for the benefit of everybody in the country in the simplest form, which is poetry. You know, something which is accessible to everybody, which is understandable by all age groups. So, uh, I've written about the various schemes, whether it's Make in India, Startup India, Atmanirbhar Bharat Abhiyan, uh, Smart Cities Mission, Digital India Mission, Beti Bachao, Beti Padhao, uh, Namami Ganga, and various others, you know, so that people know what the government is doing. And uh, that is what I wanted to portray, which, uh, that, you know, how we are actually working together
0: to build a new India. That's... Some amazing thoughts behind a very beautiful book. And I can't really wait to read the one, read the one that is already out. And uh, can you tell us a little about your new book that is coming up? Sure. So my new book is called mm-hmm. Miracles Do Happen.
1: And uh, it's, uh, again, very relatable, self-help, motivation uh, motivational uh, poetry. Um, so yeah, that, that uh, 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 we'll talk about it more as and when it's out. So this is uh, as much as I can share right now about it
0: but it'll be out in a couple of months. That's fantastic. Good luck to you for the entire series. Thank you so much. So as we see, and as we've already talked about your Instagram account, uh, we can very well put you into the category of being an influencer in the <laughs> language, in the Gen Z language. So how do you balance your uh, hectic professional life? Because, you know, as a as anyone in the field of law, we know that how hectic days can be. So how do you balance it being along with being an influencer? Uh,
1: It takes a lot of sleepless nights. It takes endless cups of coffee and tea. (laughs) So it's a lot of hard work. (laughs) I always say that I have two jobs and I love them both. But um, I call myself a lawyer by day, a poet by night. Stars in my eyes, dreams that are twice the size. Faith so strong that nothing can tear. uh, Faith um, so deep that nothing can tear apart. So... Uh, you know uh, I feel that if hard work is driven by passion then it doesn't feel like hard work you enjoy it and that's what I enjoy I enjoy everything that I do in my life you know whether it's um, uh, uh, you know it's uh, uh, what I put out on social media whether it's working as a lawyer whether it is uh Uh, uh, you know anything whether it's writing poetry whatever I do whether it's being a tarot card reader you know whatever I do I enjoy every bit of it so uh, uh, as long as you love what you do uh, you'll keep doing it forever and there'll be no complaints you can put in as many sleepless nights you'll still be happy so yeah
0: so you're a person of many interests and I'm gonna ask you one of the most difficult questions which is your favorite thing to do out of all the interests
1: my favorite thing to do is, um, uh, I think, uh, law will always be my first love. Uh, no matter what I do, I cannot give up. I, I wouldn't, uh, sacrifice that for anything. So, um, I think my favorite thing out of all of them is being a lawyer, but everything else balances me, you know? I mean, uh, 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 we all need something to uh, uh, you know as a stress buster so everything else whether it's writing poetry whether it's you know the the motivational stuff I put out on social media uh, whether it's uh, 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 you know anything else that I do whether it's uh, reading my cards whatever it may be all of that balances me uh, you know as a um, uh, and keeps me grounded as a holistic human being that's
0: amazing So coming to the point, a very technical question, which I must ask uh, you being from a policy making background, what role does think tanks play in shaping the public policy making? So think tanks play a very important role naturally because think tanks, uh,
1: they essentially have multidisciplinary uh, teams which are focused on research and uh, they provide a very holistic approach to um, uh, resolving issues. So, you know, they are directly on, they have their ears on the ground and uh, they understand what is actually happening and because they are connected with the government bodies all the time, so they conduct workshops, they host roundtables where they, um, uh, you know, bring together eminent uh, uh, experts, um, uh, uh, you know, talented experts in different areas and uh, they uh, really encourage knowledge sharing and idea sharing. So uh, they play a very important role in uh, shaping policy.
0: Okay. And uh, what do you think are the um, unconventional career options when it comes to the field of law? I mean, we all know there's being a lawyer, litigator, arbitrator, a lot of things, the things that we are being taught and we learn in the due course of three or five years of law. But what do you think are the unconventional uh, jobs that require legal knowledge to Uh, So, you know, uh, I would say that
1: life in general is a learning process, you know. So when I started out, when I was in law school, my dream was to be um, a respected senior advocate or a judge. And so I did litigate for five years. And, you know, after that, I'm doing something completely different. You know, whether it's uh, writing books, whether it's pursuing uh, uh, legal regulatory work, uh, technology regulation, whatever it may be. The, I, You know, ultimately, I realized that my goal was the same, which was to create value in society, just the means has changed, right? So I would say that, you know, life is a learning process. Um, uh, there is always scope to learn something new. Yet having said that, the, your legal knowledge will always be the basis, your legal training is what will come to your rescue at every stage in life. So, you know, I mean, my five years of studying law at NUJS and the number of experiences I had, whether it was in terms of internships, it was in terms of being an editor of the ILJ, whether it was, you know, working with the IDIA increasing diversity by increasing access to legal education program, whether it was um, presenting papers at legal conferences, whatever and the number of other extracurricular activities I was involved in. uh, You know, alongside my five years of litigation, they are what have shaped me today so you know even the poetry that i write you know whether it is all um everything so that's a small so i'll give you an example even the poetry that i that i write whether it's four sentences i, I write that you know that rhyme those four sentences tell you a story so it all flows and that flow has come from the research papers that I've written in college, the petitions that I've drafted as a litigation lawyer. There is a flow. It's not pieces of information put together. So I owe everything to my legal training. Today, you know, the um, the fact that um, uh, I have good research skills, you know, in, because I mean, policy is mostly, a, it entails a lot of research work, uh, you know, on uh, socioeconomic issues and um, other things. So, um, it, um, uh, um, so it a lot of my research skills are good because of my training as a litigation lawyer because of uh, you know uh, uh, the my project submissions my uh, paper presentations uh, my editing skills uh, while at law school. So I would say that your legal training will help you everywhere in life. It's going to come to your rescue. So uh, even in terms of uh, the way I conduct myself as a professional, you know, that uh, being a lawyer helps a lot because uh, I know the pros and cons. Being a litigation lawyer, I know the pros and cons of every action and I know the consequences, including the gravest ones of every action. So, uh, you know, I think legal education and legal training will always be the basis Uh, So believe in that, but go ahead and pursue whatever you want and your legal uh, training will always come to your aid, no matter what you do, whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether you want to do something completely different, you want to follow your passion, whatever it may be, your legal training will always
0: aid you in whatever you do. That's a beautiful food for thought. And uh, I'm pretty sure everyone watching this, listening to this podcast, uh, they'll be very intrigued with the fact that, you know, there can be multiple things that can be done. And legal training, I I would, you know, 110% agree with you. Legal training, more than teaching you, it shapes your personality into being a professional to stand anywhere and to have the confidence to be able to crack anything. And uh, law teaches that very well to you with all the grilling that goes on for the three and five years, it does. So thank absolutely, you so much. absolutely. Thank you so much, Miss Nana. This was a wonderful conversation that we had right now, and uh, I would love to, uh, you know, have more such conversations in the coming time. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Do like and subscribe to the podcast. Share with your connections, and yes, for latest insights and legal industry updates. Visit www.legaldesire.com